And welcome to Horrific Games. I'm joined tonight by my uh, good buddy and supporting superstar Chris. Um, Appreciate you've it. seen this guy; he's been in the ch- he's almost in the channel as much as I am. Um, <laughs> always good to have you on board, mate. Honestly, appreciate it. Love the channel, um, man. This is fun. Looking forward to this. And so am I, mate. Um, we had to do a wee bit of jiggery and pokery. Just life got in between um, some of these sessions we were trying to plan. So at least tonight we've got a bit longer. So. The plan is we'll go through the session zero, we'll talk a wee bit about the game, we'll start creating the character, and then we'll dive into the beginning of the adventure. So <laughs> it'll take a wee second of switching gears and screens and stuff, but we will get there. Um, so Chris, it's safe awesome. to say, right? We we obviously met up on Adam's Dragonlance channel, um, playing adventure. Uh, what was that? That was four parts, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a four part. Uh, four part. in the saga was the name of it. Yeah, that was yeah, so yeah. much fun. And uh, each one's like three, four hours at a go. So we've spent yeah. qu- we've spent quite a bit of time together online, um, which my... is the beauty of this sort of a hobby. I love I love your character yelled at mine half the time, but I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> but in the begin in the end, they became buddies. It's like a buddy buddy uh, comedy. <laughs> yeah, but that's um, that was it. And I think what people need to understand with role playing is if you come in with the right attitude of we're here to have a good time. And as opposed to, I like it at the snakes and ladders where you have to win or Monopoly where people end up punching each other and tipping tables over. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> role playing has a different focus. And that's, and if you embrace the madness of it, that's, uh, that's where you just have the giggles. And it's, when things go wrong, actually, I think that's where you get the most uh, storytelling and comedy. Yeah, for sure. So you're primarily um, a Dungeons and Dragons player, yeah? Yeah, and even that, I really don't get to play that much. I played um, more as a kid with my older brother and a good friend of mine, and then uh, over the years, I tried to get back into it a little bit. Uh, but definitely with um, you know within the last uh, year or so, uh, Adam, as we know, he has a, a, a Dragonlance uh, channel that I really got into, and then playing with you guys was so much fun. Cause I never get to play anymore. I run a campaign uh, for my wife and my uh, reluctantly for my wife <laughs> and mm-hmm. my stu- and my nine-year-old who loves it, but like to actually be a player and to just sit and have someone else do all the work. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. it's, so- <laughs> it's just awesome for me. I don't get to every, do that. <laughs> every time Adam invites me on one of his channels and I'm just like, Oh, I get to just turn up and be an idiot. Right? Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> We're here. I'm sitting flipping, reading up, and all right up until you appear. And I'm like, oh, I hope we get this right and don't mess up. And um, yeah, you have both the end and uh, play it. So yeah, it's interesting both sides of the coin. It's fun for both. Yeah, definitely. Like you, you get some enjoyment as a DM when your players are having a good time and when you 
create, but it is a lot more effort. So I appreciate you doing this today. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to get more practice because I've had like um, a, at least a 20 year break. I started off, I'm a, I'm a 40K player um, of old. So when you're tabletop, it's like roll dice, uh, shoot things, uh, smash things with axes, uh, chain swords. And uh, when I had the games club, uh, the transition between being a tabletop player and a, an RPG, you know, a tabletop war gamer mm-hmm. and playing RPGs as a completely different mindset. Yeah. And I started off with uh, Vampire the Masquerade. And I never God, played it. That is, uh, people take that game so seriously. Is that where they like dress up like in goth and like it's really. Yeah, well, there's, there's, a, there's a tabletop game like this, you know, you sit around the uh create your character sheet but then there's the larpin side of it too which is just that's another level <laughs> i'm one of these people i, I just have to have a go I, I i love weird hobbies and stuff and uh it's nine times out of ten it's the people that maybe go oh god right uh <laughs> <laughs> maybe not that's that's too far even for me and i'm a big right. fat nerd <laughs> i'm a big fat nerd i'm right with you <laughs> so um yeah, that was primarily the White Wolf game, and I preferred um, Werewolf the Apocalypse because that was more of a team sport game. Um, okay. D&D had done a bit of, obviously, advanced D&D and Forgotten Realms back in the day, but it wasn't really a, a mainstay. Um, one thing I've noticed, though, uh, D&D players, you seem not to want to branch into other role-playing games. Is, there, is it a culture thing, or...? Just this is my comfort zone. I'm happy here. Um, obviously not speaking for yourself because you're 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 sort of person that just has a go and like kind of yeah. mentality about things. But playing with D and D players, what is the reluctance? There definitely systems. Yeah, there definitely seems to be a lot of brand loyalty to Dungeons and Dragons. I think because it was the first, it was the the one that is you know in all like popular culture. Uh, there was a TV show in the in the states, Big Bang Theory, that kind of like brought it back to the forefront. Um, I can't get into that show. <laughs> you know how Watson's face yeah. out of um, the week I played. I played the boyfriend and Roseanne. I remember the Roseanne series back in the day, and I recognized right. that actor from it. But I just couldn't um, couldn't get into it for some reason. Yeah, but it seems to be like the most widely known, and I think people who grew up with it are just. For the most part, there's been some push with Pathfinder, I heard, and some other ones. But for the mm-hmm. most part, I think uh, it's just brand loyalty and just what people know and what they grew up with. But my question is, are you being disloyal to a brand by trying another game? It doesn't, to me, it doesn't automatically oh, mean I'm going to pitch first game that I've gathered. Um, It's like, uh, I talk about my tabletop wargaming days, me playing um, like World War II, uh, tabletop war game doesn't mean I'm going to throw away all my 40k stuff <laughs> and just point. burn all my books and then instantly transfer over. You know, it's about having right. a new experience and you know, trying something different because sometimes going Absolutely. from a different angle gives you an appreciation. And that's what I kind of want to talk to as well, you know, as part of the session zero here. Sure. Um, trying a game with maybe a different focus and a different uh, like rule system and mechanics. Does that not help to make you appreciate what you love about your primary sort of game? Oh, absolutely. And I think it's funny that people are so loyal to Dungeons & Dragons when it 
itself has changed so much over the years. If you look at like first edition versus 5e, which is the latest, it's completely different. So it is I funny that they're so late edition. Um, yeah, modern politics in it, and the whole point was the escape today's world. <laughs> yes, I'm with you. Oh, a different universe, a different time, a different everything. So yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Definitely, it's a it's a little weird. It's almost like, like another version of nerd bashing, you know. Um, yeah, like the jocks, the the Chads and Stacys, the the sort of jocks and the cheerleaders that used to uh, shove our heads down the toilets or tried in my case, but um, <laughs> <laughs> until I started saying uh, no, not having any of that. But it seems to be they've just been replaced by these other people that just they always hate us and. Yeah, I don't get it. We welcome anyone. If you're as yeah. mad as us, welcome <laughs> on board. That's that's always been, and like I said, I've been LARPing, tabletop wargaming, RPGs, other random hobbies as well. You know, and it's always a case of small niche community. And the minute somebody new comes in. It's not a case of who's that. It's eyes light up. Oh, here's another crazy person that wants to do this mad stuff with us. <laughs> Come on. I've never known it to be any different. Have you? Yeah. yeah, I've I've never got into LARP. I I, I was always afraid. You, you know, are you familiar with the Simpsons? Yeah. I was I was always afraid I would uh I would look like the comic book owner if I tried to dress up. <laughs> so, I was like, maybe LARP is not for me. But uh you're right, it's usually a very inclusive um group i don't know why people from the outside keep trying to bash it yeah yeah and even this game that we're about to start with uh call mm. of cthulhu it the number of footnotes this is seventh edition obviously the latest one on the site and then made the trigger oh, wow. warnings at the start and if you feel uncomfortable and blah 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 you're like <laughs> who, who is this aimed for and if you have that sort of because the worst thing about rpgs you get attention seekers like any Sort of nice. You always get people that come in and make it all about them. That guy, yeah. you know, we all know who that guy is. Um, yeah. Nobody wants to play with that guy. Yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah. like this has been uh, geared towards a, a table full of that guy players, and like it's going to just be chaos. Yeah. Well, don't don't worry about that with me. I'm 45 and fat. The only thing uncomfortable is my physically uh, my physical <laughs> body. Everything else I'm comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Do you know what? I always say I was built for comfort, not speed. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, have you um have you worked with a system before, uh, Call of Cthulhu, or no? Um, my only introduction to it was actually on your channel. You ran the um uh, session with uh, Adam and Derek, mm -hmm. uh, a three part session. Uh, I had a lot of fun watching that. That was my first yes, introduction the, the one to shot. it. Yeah, the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> but that was great i thought that went really well and uh i love the ending i thought uh too often like uh the game uh master tries to like help the players you know so that they have a happy ending and i i thought the ending in that was just awesome oh so no, I, no, I loved no, it not with this game <laughs> um the keeper can do as much as it can but this game is designed it's not designed for long campaigns right the problem is the longer a character is in this mythos and encounters things the more aware they become and then that's where the insanity creeps in the whole right. point this is not the win that's weird <laughs> i love it i'm down for it yeah i suppose i should explain before we begin so 
the whole the sort of premise behind this game is you're an investigator, you're trying to solve a mystery. You're a human character, and you'll never be anything more than human. So, for example, like in D and D, you have the tank character. You can you can build up their stats and make them superhuman strong. That doesn't work here. You right. you'll only be human strength. That means you have human fallibilities. You're not going to become bulletproof or knife proof or anything. Um, so, combat while it's in the game and it's very interesting, is not something you're seeking to do. Like, you don't walk in the street and you're not going to say a six-foot werewolf pounder down the street and you're not going to think as a human, I'm going to take that thing on. Right, right. That's, yeah. that's the way that, And that's, I think, where a lot of people make the mistake with this game. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm going with like a 50-year-old professor as my character, Stan Biblio. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's definitely not uh, physical in any way. Uh, he did. He uh, deplores uh, the use of gun violence because he feels that his uh, high intellect can out talk any situation. So he's going to do terrible as it comes when it comes to any fighting, <laughs> which, um, <laughs> which oh, is going to be gonna hilarious. Be so much fun. <laughs> All right. So let's, um, let's see how we do this. So can you see your character sheet on your screen? Uh, let me see. Maybe I have to zoom out. Um, hmm. Okay, because I think um, this will yeah. show up. Um, this is where you have to do a bit of jiggery and pokery with the different yeah. systems. Um, will this let me? Because I think I got myself. Right. Yeah, I did, right. So what we can do is I'll go through each of the stats. You roll the dice, and if needs be, I can... If they're not going to show up here, yeah, I don't see. Uh, so far, I just see the um, oh, the cover page. Yeah, I see the under the underneath part, but not right. So you, you need to call up your own character sheet. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yep, I see. Yeah, that. just I've given uh, all the M- <laughs> I see. It. Uh, okay, <laughs> the controller sort of thing. I see. It. Just so the okay. audience can see it because it's I can't show your sheet if that makes sense. I can absolutely call up in the DM screen and then. Um, I see it now. Got Do it. People get upset if you refer to the the GM as a DM or the keeper uh, using a different system. I I don't I haven't heard that, but again, I'm I'm not in the game world as much as I'd like to be. Uh, so, but I haven't. Heard, yeah, I think it's I think it's fine. You know, I mean, for this, you're known as the keeper of lore, um, keeper for short, where that would be the. DM the dungeon master and Dungeons and Dragons, or the GM the games master, or when we play at Army of Darkness the director, um, it all means the same thing, right? For sure. But um, so mm-hmm. we'll have your character's name. Um, so you're having him as a professor, is that correct? Yeah, professor. I was what? going. To, I was just going to ask you. I was going to do like professor of archaeology, but if it it ties into the story better. That he has some other uh, expertise, I could change no, it. No, that could work actually. Um, two aspects of this. Oops, the spill column. <laughs> um, I thought it looked good the first time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you either somebody that's into artifacts or marine biology. That's the two sort of useful focuses on the game. Okay, but where the game gets. Everyone has like a basic amount of skills. This works on percentages. So it's percentile success. 
Lower is better. Um, higher is better. Oh, I thought if you had like a, uh, if you rolled under your number, you're it's a success. So if you have like a seventy and something, you have to get under seventy. No, no, you roll over it. Oh, sorry, okay. sorry. Um, no, yeah, roll under it. So if you have a ten, like you start off, I'll, I'll scroll down here. Right. If you have like a fifteen or a ten, you, you have to try under. to roll under. Right, right, right. That I remember from the yep. the other session. So gotcha. psychoanalysis, for example, um, unless you're a psychiatrist, um, you can use your skill to try and like get <laughs> under the mind of somebody, but your chances are slim. But there's <laughs> gotcha. always that one million shot. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. That's it, and that's that's a little carrot with angle. <laughs> so starting off then um stats are pretty much the same uh strength constitution dexterity and then as we go through actions that's where the you can add the become modifiers okay so to begin with where's me sorry i put the tab in the page before oh i'm at the wrong section so they'll give you two. They'll give you lovely ribbons, right? But they give you two of them to confuse you. <laughs> there we go. That was where I was wanting to be. Look at me being professional as always. <laughs> right. So strength. Roll three d six and multiply by five. Okay. So it says roll options: regular, hard, extreme. Okay. So, so we're rolling the basics. Well, okay. that's uh, dividing by five. So you've got your half. So this is when it comes to pushing rolls. So okay. there's a bit of a uniqueness in this game. If you fail a roll, you can then opt to push the roll. Okay. And it'll either succeed or have catastrophic results. But there's also okay. some encounters. Like if you're trying to persuade someone, it might require a hard success. If you're dealing with someone particularly um, like stubborn-minded. Uh, so to persuade them, it might require a hard success. If you're maybe trying to flirt or charm somebody and you have, for example, low appearance, then it's going to require a hard success. Gotcha. But if you've got a high appearance, then it's just going to be a normal success. So it's all story. It's, it's all geared towards storytelling devices. Okay. And once, like you said, there's always a chance anything's possible. That's the beauty of this where nothing is precluded where some other systems is if you don't have it you don't do it gotcha but this is based on a human character we can all i can go and try to pretend to be a mechanic and pick up a spanner and have a crack at putting an engine together um i would be rolling under a five or something for that in real life (laughs) (laughs) and there'd be bits all over the floor but you can still have a go and there's that (laughs) five percent chance that you succeed (laughs) <laughs> and that's that's why this game's designed so that's where the gotcha ones come in. so do you want to roll me 3d6 times 5 so I, I click on the roll options regular yep okay I'm just keeping that screen hidden so people don't see all the, the back notes and stuff because the, okay. the keeper's screen is secret <laughs> secret squirrels <laughs> alright um Where's the actual dice roll? Um, hang on. It's in the, I think it's in the chat. Oh, it's in the chat. Yep. And then you oh. forward slash roll 
Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And you said um, three d six times five. Three. That's pretty much it. And then what we'll do is we'll go through your character. We'll we'll do the modifiers. Okay, so fourteen, and then uh, times five. I I could know yep. that. I'm a, I'm a grown up, right? <laughs> 70. I 70. I was just going to say 70. <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't going to say 70. Oh, uh, Colin. Yeah, sorry. I've got, um, I need to get a larger table. Let's, no let's start off. This was perfectly fine for my original computer. And then as if I've expanded out, I've got less table space. <laughs> and then a huge bloody <laughs> book. And I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah, that, that book is, is ginormous. It's a beast. <laughs> I, I did the unboxing for it. And like I said, it's, it's great. Oh, I've looks this. cool. I've got it, but see, trying to carry it around or just read it casually, it's flipping unwieldy. <laughs> and I don't like um, reading stuff on my phone. I'm, I'm weird like that. Yeah, I need to get myself a tablet. Actually, I've got one of them Kindle things, and it's absolutely rubbish. Gotcha. You know, Sep- I prefer I prefer a larger screen when I'm actually trying to read something. Sure. 70 is a little stronger than I would have liked, but maybe he's like a Indiana Jones. Yeah, but don't forget, Jones. we're going to add your when we go through here, we'll add your we'll take your age into effect and then oh, okay. it, it modifies slightly. Oh, cool. So, this That's is the base stats, you know, gotcha. And then we can play around as we go through this. So, oh, okay. the next thing is constitution, same again 3d6 times five. Six. So actually, I suppose I should read these out and let people understand what we're what we're doing here. Um, so obviously, strength measures the muscle power of the investigator. The harder is, the more the investigator can lift or tightly cling to something. This characteristic determines the damage an investigator inflicts in hand-to-hand combat. Reduced to strength zero, an investigator is an invalid, unable to get out of bed. Um, and now we're doing your constitution, which represents health, vigor, and vitality. Poisons gotcha. and diseases may directly challenge an investigator's constitution. Investigators with a high constitution often have more hit points. The better to resist injury or attack, serious physical injury or magical attack might lower the statistic. And if constitution reaches zero, the investigator dies. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so I got a nine uh, times five is 45. 45. Flip your... So basically, you lift heavy things all day, but you, you eat out of McDonald's <laughs> and you don't take your vitamins. <laughs> they just discovered those in the 1920s. A friend, my, a friend of mine uh, sent me some stuff on the 20s to help me out. A good good buddy of mine, Mike. So I was reading up on it and uh, they just discovered uh, vitamins in the 20s. <laughs> Evening, Adam. Are you taking Chris's place for being my uh, commenter tonight? <laughs> <laughs> we, we take turns yeah there has to be balance in the universe everyone needs a chris on their channel and if chris isn't here there's a huge gaping gap hey adam <laughs> that's not how technology works he can't wave back that's yeah, yeah it all works here let's go for it right so the next thing is size okay and what you're going to do there is you're going to roll 2d6 plus 6 okay and then Multiplied by five. Flip sake, this is getting complicated. So 2d6 plus six multiplied by five. Okay, so I got five plus six, 11 times five is 55. 55. Right, and then size averages both 
heightened weight into a single number, to see over a wall, to squeeze through a small opening, or even the judge whose head might be sticking up out of the grass, use size. Size helps determine hit points and damage, bonus and build. One might decrease size to indicate the loss of a limb through lowering dexterity is more often a solution. Um, presumably, if investigators lose all size points, they disappear. Goodness knows the where. I've always heard size doesn't matter. Is that not right? I'm disappointed. Well, apparently in this game, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I got no, I haven't got this book yet when I've ran the first session, so we're using the quick rules. Okay. And that's okay to get started, but um, this is where you want to get into the meats and bones. Sure. You no, know, any RPG you want, you want the main rule book because that's where the everything, and we'll get the go into it. So um, next thing is going to be dexterity, and that's going to be three uh, d six times five. Okay, so I got six times five thirty. Too much reading. He's a little prof- slow. What a, He's a little slow with his hands. Um, is your professor Indiana Jones? Is this what you're doing? Fucking bull cracking whip, and he's going to be like hanging off stuff. And <laughs> so, um, investigators with a higher dexterity uh, scores are quicker, nimbler, and more physically flexible. Dexterity role might be made to grab a support to keep from falling, to move faster than an opponent, or to accomplish some delicate task. An investigator with zero dexterity is uncoordinated and unable to perform physical tasks, much like me in real life. In combat, <laughs> the character with the highest dexterity acts first. Are these um coming across as familiar? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, definitely. I think a lot of um role playing systems, like when it comes to building your character, there's a lot of the same statistics. You know, physicalities and advantages and disadvantages. You know, yeah, definitely. Dexterity is something you only hear in role playing games. I feel like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So next, we're going to go for appearance. Oh boy. And it's roll 3d6 multiplied by 5. This is a fun one because we actually played with us a bit with uh, the last game we're on. Mm-hmm. Because when it came to like trying to charm um, receptionists and yeah, Adam's know, character was, was sneak, good sneak in the thing, um, it's, it's a useful um, uh, characteristic to have. So appearance measures both physical attractiveness and personality. A person with a high appearance is charming and likable. But may lack conventional good looks. Someone with appearance of zero is appallingly ugly, possibly with a wholly detailed demeanor, provoking comment and shock everywhere. Gotcha. Appearance so, may be useful in social encounters or when trying to make a good impression. Gotcha. So I got uh, ele- 11, so that's 55, which is 54 more than in real life. <laughs> so I'm excited about this. <laughs> that's what's called fantasy. That's <laughs> it, man. I just love your confidence, and you know. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's all fun. Do you know what? See if you can't. If you can make fun of yourself, no one else can. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, for sure. You gotta, you gotta beat them to it. You gotta get to it first. Yeah, and because that's what that's what bullies look for. Actually, um, I remember being told it would all change when you left school. The bullies would disappear, and it's actually worse. Yeah, but they're looking for that chink in the armor. But if you're just like. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and then they actually get more frustrated. Yeah, exactly. So this is going to be the fun one because yeah, this ties into your sanity. We're going to go for intelligence. Okay. 3D6. And then this is where your modifiers will come in because of your career choice as well. So we can play that afterwards. But okay. um, so again, 2D6 plus 6 multiplied by 5. 
Okay, so seven plus six, 13 times five. That's 75. Autumn, you can try. You can try. <laughs> you just know you're getting both barrels back and with no subtlety whatsoever. <laughs> oh, dear. The worst people in your life are your friends. You know that? <laughs> Who needs enemies when your friends are prepared to rip you apart just for a laugh? That's right. That's right. <laughs> but it makes you stronger. Stronger. I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, what'd you get? Uh, so I got uh, seven plus six, 13 times five. Is that 65 or 75? 13 times five. What's 65? 65. Okay. However, that will change because of your professions. After that's where the, uh, the professions and your specialities come in that we can. Have we bought a film up? But intelligence represents how well investigators learn, remember, analyze information, and solve complex puzzles. An investigator with zero intelligence is babbling, drooling, idiot. <laughs> if you see my streams on a nightly basis, um, I'm proof of the pudding. <laughs> um, God, I was babbling last night. I was I just got knackered and tired halfway through my stream, and I just like, I'm like, oh my god, what are we doing? That's what people love. That's why we tune in. It's fun. <laughs> and that's fun to do it live because you can't hide. You can't do like a load of edits. You just, yeah. just got to go with it. <laughs> um, intelligence determines the number of personal interests, skill points. Uh, multiply intelligence by two. A lot of the each new investigator. Um, see personal interests. Page 36 will do that. Uh, intelligence also acts as a value for both idea roles and intelligent roles. Um, if the amount of intelligence seemed to contradict another characteristics, that's another chance for role-playing and further defining your investigator. For example, an investigator with high education and low intelligence might be a pedantic teacher or a sideshow performer, someone who knows facts but not their meanings. Conversely, high intelligence and low education might mean ignorance, such as non-educated farm boy, new to the big city. However, this person would not be dull-witted. So it's playing on the idea of yeah, just because you're book smart doesn't mean you're street smart and right. vice versa. And how many professors have we seen on the news and social media who are absolutely babbling idiots? Yeah, for sure. For sure. That makes sense. I like that they different differentiate between those. Circus. Are you talking about um Bradley Cooper's <laughs> Bradley Cooper's character in uh, Nightmare Alley? Oh, I love that movie. I want to actually. That's something I want to do is get a, a circus based scenario. You know my love for the circus, um, and side shows and freak shows. I love all that stuff. I was like my like initial love for all things strange and weird, like the bearded and, wo woman stuff, like that. Like oh yeah, the absolutely. Stuff, the world's smallest human, that stuff. Oh yeah, he did right. <laughs> He's getting exactly the geek. I've got this role just for you. Have you have you seen that movie? No, I haven't. Uh, Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett. Um, oh, really good. It okay. was one of those. It wasn't released to some great fanfare, but it's a proper gripping story. And the big ugly dude, I'm going to call him Ron Perlman. Oh, okay. Um, I always knew him. Before I knew his name, I always knew him as Big Ugly Dude. And I always got excited. It's like, yeah, it's Big Ugly Dude. <laughs> um, we're going to first see him. Flipping a Hellboy, I think. Okay. No, no, sorry. Let's go way back in time. 
saw them Beauty and the Beast. Oh, he played the Beast. Yeah, Ron and uh, well, uh, let you want to call Linda Hamilton the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that TV show? Um, yes. What's his face? George R. R. Martin wrote it. Yes. Wow, I forgot until you just mentioned it, though. Yeah. Yeah, God, that was way back in the day. Yeah. And then they got rid of, or Linda Hamilton went on to the other things and got some other girl, and it just season Term- two went to ratchet. So yeah, that's before Terminator for her, right? Yeah, I might, she might have actually left it to go and do Terminator. Oh, okay. Huh. Cool. But yeah, there's somebody with you know, um, there's an example of appearance, intelligence. The the Vincent character, you know, not traditionally attractive. He had a lion's face on. Actually, really good prosthetics for back in the day. Hmm. But he had charisma, and even the beast, you know, the traditional fairy tale beast character is terrifying and would make people cringe away. But yet, uh, Belle fell in love with him. So, huh. kind of, this, this is what this game kind of plays on, you know, that, that sort of dynamic. Gotcha. And we've gone on our first tangent. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> This one wasn't my fault. (laughs) (laughs) I need no encouragement whatsoever. (laughs) Right. So we're now on to power. Power. Okay. Power. 3D6 multiplied by 5. 11. uh, So 55. 55. Okay. Okay. When I save this, I'll save onto your sheet and we'll not lose everything. If not, we'll have (laughs) And go back and <laughs> yeah, we'll just watch it and I'll watch it. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it while we're live. Like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, audience. Uh, actually, quite a few audience members watching. I'm flip, must be interesting. This, yeah, audience, take notes and chime in in the chat when we start fluffing up with the stats. Um, so power indicates the force of will, the higher the power, the higher the aptitude for and resistance to magic. An investigator with zero power is zombie like without purpose. As well as uh, like most civil servants, so no power you're a civil servant. Um, as well as being unable to use magic, unless stated otherwise, a power that is lost during the game is lost permanently. Sanity points begin at the game equal to the character's power. Um, sanity points cover more detail. So uh, your sanity points at the moment fifty five. Okay. This is going to be fun. <laughs> I take it that's not good. <laughs> um, Ozzy, the percentile rule under it, and then your intelligence actually becomes a modifier and a negative. Okay. So the more intelligent you are, it actually takes off your sanity because you comprehend what's in front of you. Right, right, right. I Where remember that. if you're just like, bader, 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 bader. oh, that's a big furry dog, and it's hind legs ripping people apart. Oh, it's got a bone. Oh, it's... but well, you, you're intelligent. Like that's a werewolf eating a human arm. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> gotcha. That's cool. Right, and then education Fuck. is roll two d six plus six. Two d six. Oh boy. Five. So three. Yikes. Uh, plus you say 2d6 plus six, so that's nine yep. times that's five, five. 40, 45. So he's maybe he's a pretend uh professor. Did he get um, <laughs> did he discover online degrees before? Online yeah, degrees? did he <laughs> do right. um, Saul Goodman? What was that? The flipping University of 
Uh, oh, you, Phoenix. I think University of Phoenix or something. No, um, it was, uh, oh, it was oh, like oh, a, oh, oh. I know you're talking about. Breaking uh, Bad, Saul Goodman. He went and did it. Yeah. Like, I think it was Western Samoa or something like that. You know, um, <laughs> no offense to Western Samoa, just it's that whole thing of, oh, you didn't go to the proper university. You didn't do it right. <laughs> My diploma is written in crayon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> up in the ink still. <laughs> Every time. In fact, this could be. Have your have your uh, character a bit of a swindler. Yeah, all on. right, I can work with that. <laughs> <laughs> right then, ah, and this is a fun characteristic to play with. Look, okay, so three d six times five. Um, yeah, there's a whole thing about luck that you can push a luck roll at it. Um, I think it decreases each time you use it. Gotcha. So Jeez. I got seven times five, 35. That's what we need to uh, play about with. So um, basically, your luck, you can do your luck roll. So, say for example, back to the trying to put a car together, and uh, my stats are abysmal, but I can roll for luck just to somehow magically have everything fall into place and for it to work. Gotcha. So do you declare that before the roll or after the roll? Yeah, or if um, I can give it to you as an option. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I've read through this scenario a couple of times, but that's one of them. Sort of in one ear out the other, but until I were actually playing through it, like it sure. reads okay, but um, until we're actually playing through it, we can decide what we're doing. At the end of the day, I want, I'd like to keep you alive. And reasonably seeing you're the first person I've ever heard say that, so that's great. The reason being that this game just <laughs> just doesn't uh, it doesn't play that at all. <laughs> We're all fighting against the game in this. Gotcha. It is Cthulhu at the end of the day. <laughs> right then, um, so got our look. So here's where we start getting into. Um, various characteristics so age you were going to make him did you say 59 uh somewhere in the 50s yeah we could go 59 sure right so 50 to 59 let's let's go right in the middle 55 how's that good sounds good right so 50 to 59 years ago make three improvement checks for education and deduct 10 points amongst strength uh con and dexterity constitution and dexterity Okay, how do I do so that? So your education is going to go up by three. Oh, okay. Okay. And then you've got ten points that you decide where you want to take them off. Your strength, constitution, and dexterity. Ah, uh, strength, I think. So you just want to take a full ten points? Yeah, yeah. And that, see how the, your modifier is making the character a bit more realistic? Makes sense. Yep. Cool. Yep. So, because what we had here was um, a hulking weightlifter <laughs> of a <laughs> professor <laughs> with <laughs> crayons <laughs> flipping drawn on his diploma. Just like we drew it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just like we planned. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right. And then your half and fifth characteristic, Barney. So, um, that already, the lucky enough, is the digital sheet. 
if this was on paper, you'd have to calculate that out. But okay. here, um, there are right, there's, your, there's your half value, there's your fifth value. And this is where some things might need a hard success or you want to push a roll. So if okay. you go for a roll based on strength, for example, um, and you fail it the first time, you can ask to push the roll. I but see. then you have to, to get it to succeed the second time. You have to get yeah. under 12. Otherwise, it's catastrophic. Yeah, um, and if you fail the roll the second time, then that's where it's catastrophic. So you're um, you try to jump on a like you're you're about to fall off a ledge. You didn't hold on, but then you try to grab onto a, a higher ledge across or something like that, or onto a pipe, and then it, it's just gonna go wrong. Gotcha. Makes sense. Right then, um, damage bonus and build. So strength and size. Hold on, together. Skill control card. Blah 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 blah. Known as a damage bonus. So where's that? I don't think we'll have to put that in. I'll, I'll tell, I've been reading over this character sheet and still when you go to do it, it's like, oh, where is everything? Yeah, no, no worries. No worries. <laughs> I don't see damage bonus, but maybe it's um Yeah, strength and size and look up. Oh right, okay. Oh okay. Oh okay, right. So this is when we're actually going through. Sorry, this is the mechanics. Oh, okay. Right. So an occupation. That's what we need to work on. I need to go through and find it. There's a whole thing here with the occupations. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> So in this book, just that you have sample occupations, and then it gives you your modifiers. Okay. So I'm looking for artist, athlete, doctor of medicine. No. And this is where, if it's not exactly there, um, you can obviously use something else. So we've got here, professor. So what you have then is. Library use, other language, own language, um, psychology, any four other skills. You have to. Oh, you have to pick the the skills. Yep. So that, this is where you can focus on. So that's what we need to do. Is okay. Go back. So there are your modifiers to help out. I need to save that bit of the page. So you get those because of your profession, you get those automatically. So now I you see. go back, and this is where we'll go. Uh, oh, I see. Term, I see. They have a list of uh, possible skills here. Yeah, uh, so underneath, I... we'll have a whole list of skills. Okay. If you choose a certain prof uh, profession, you get those immediately. Gotcha. And then yeah, I was going to say archaeology for sure. Right, so we've done that, but <clears throat> right, we've done that, but right, determine move rate. Done that. This is where this book is not let well let out. There's uh, and the ones that gives you all the values that basically apply. Okay. 
Now, decide skills and allocate skill points. Here we go. After you've chosen your occupation, calculate your occupational skill points using the characteristics specified alongside the occupation. Allocate the resulting total as percentage points among the skills. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, this is where <clears throat> this isn't the most user friendly. When we get the second section, no I think worries. we have problems with it at the beginning. Um, what they've done is just give a bunch of points. But basically, I feel like for him, anything to do with um, education, obviously, uh, and maybe investigating. Maybe he's been hired as a professional yep. expert. As you like have a, a higher credit rating, for example. Yeah, which is important to um, almost like um, like a legal expert, you know, to weigh in on, uh, you know, I guess I don't know if they had I don't know how detailed they had those, you know, in the legal system back in the 20s. But, you know, someone who could weigh in and provide facts in a case type of so anything like investigative, I would feel like or. Yeah, um, everything has a legal module. I've been my head about currency technician back in the day. Flipping, you had a legal module today and like. Remember the questions going, what legal advice would you give? And I go, none. <laughs> <laughs> Not even remotely what I'm interested in. And I was prefixed my answers. I think I annoyed the tutor because I was, was like, none, as I have no desire to be a lawyer. However, in the context of this answer, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and they probably love that because that was a very legal answer. They hired <laughs> you on the spot. <laughs> Right, where's my bloody number of skill points? That's what I'm looking for here. Sunny points equal power. Magic points equals one fifth of power. So let's let's go back to this just for finish up. Magic points. Um, so it's 11, 11 magic points. So if you find him a wand, you can izzy wizzy. Let's get busy. <laughs> Maybe get a spark out of it. Okay. <laughs> ah, right. So this is what we need to do. Oh, here we go. Right. Rule 3D6 multiplied by 5 for the characteristics. Right. We've done that. We need to do your education improvement check. So I need you to roll 1d100. You got it. Fifty-eight. Right, so that's higher. So then what I need you to do is roll 1d10, and then we're going to add between 1 and 10 points to your education. Six. Six, so that's 55. All right, we're getting there. Yep. So see where the modifiers come in. I'm just looking for the number of um calculate occupational skill points using the characteristics. Cut these points. It doesn't tell you how many points you get. That's where I'm getting confused here. So it tells you the allocate points. Right. 
You want to just do like a 1d10? Oh, right. Sorry. Here we go. Here we go. My apologies. Okay. No worries. Um, so your credit rating is between 20 to 70. So let's talk about your character. Okay. Um, is your professor established in a university, well paid? Yeah. Or are they mm-hmm. um, a bit of a bit of an out there? They're kind of shunned by the institution. Because we had decided before this that you wanted to try and tie this into um, the haunting. Yes, that's a character's going to the events. That's a good point. Yes, I like that idea. Maybe he's like a freelance. He's hired on cases, so you know he'll he'll be like a guest speaker at universities, but he's not like a full time where he's behind a desk his whole time, his whole life. So, and so we can give him a decent credit, so he can afford to travel and move around and do things off the cuff. Right. So to me, I, that would assume that that would somebody with a high credit rating. Right, right, right. So this is the bit. I, I just picked this up, you know, when I created your character sheet, um, just from our previous conversation. Um, you'd read about the events at the Corbett House in the Boston Globe where the landlord and a private investigator perished in strange circumstances. Uh, the following news reports of the arrest and imprisonment of Rob Horton, uh, one of the private investigators at O'Malley's Investigations, um, you're both intrigued by the case while also sensing an opportunity at the firm. Uh, deciding to travel there and offer your services, you find yourself boarding the SSX County bound for Rockport. Here your adventure begins. So that's kind of what I... That's cool. I like it. Put it to start. So tying that's into your... Because this is um, one thing Derek brought up last time was character motivation. You have to be motivated to put yourself through this. Gotcha. So I I think he's always motivated um, to debunk uh, scams. And I think reading this in the paper, he feels like this was obviously some sort of a scam. Um, Obviously, since, you know, the supernatural doesn't exist, he's very against all of that. Everything. Wait a second. You're a professor of archaeology. Right. Wasn't there an artifact found? Yes, there was. That's right. The dagger? Yeah. You, okay. You're traveling because you heard about the dagger, the strange dagger, and the inscriptions on it. Oh, that's better. How about that? Let's go with that. That's better. Yeah, I like it. That that sounds a good motivation to travel because just to go and debunk a theory. Yeah. Um, it's good, but you put it in context. Your your character's an archaeologist. Um, think Highlander movie, right? Think of um the forensic scientist. Okay. When she, remember um McLeod uh killed Vastil. Yes. Underneath the wrestling uh match. Um when he left a bit of his blade. Right. And when right. she tested the blade, it was done in this the the style of the samurai, but a couple hundred years before it was even meant to be exist. Right. So your character could have the same sort of effect on them when the they saw the description or the photograph in the paper of the ritualistic dagger. That was the same one that came to life and killed. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. I like it. So he wants to try to acquire that or at least study it. Well, he won't be able to, it's in police hands, but maybe it's something to think about as we go along here. Um, there's something in that. Mm, that is I like it. Triggered along a line of study. Yeah. Okay. 
and you want you you're drawn to it immediately that's where you want to go and you're obviously going to offer your services and payment i like it does that sound good that sounds good yeah that's cool <laughs> look it sounds as almost if i know what we're doing here <laughs> <laughs> i like it right back to the oh by the way this is i think it's any system this is the i think most complicated difficult part is the character sheet would you agree or disagree yeah for sure it's but it's also like... it's also fun too because i i don't like uh where you could just determine your own stats and you can kind of like go in with the character pre-created like this is fun the idea you know sometimes the roles affect and you have to scramble you know to uh adjust on the fly so i i like this way where the roles help determine the character not vice versa you know yeah, we can play about with it. You know, it's yeah. uh, once again, it's about making the best story possible <laughs> and enjoying ourselves. That's that's what you always gotta Adam, keep in your keep in your mind. I've just yeah, Adam, yeah, Adam wrote. Adam wrote, "Beware of the dagger." Beware of the dagger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, woke people! What's the fifty-fifth gender? Is that the two spirit um, albatross? I just put fifty-five in his <laughs> gender. Just, <laughs> no one uh, knows no <laughs> the doctor knows. the no doctor way, wasn't sure with me <laughs> right so i want to, where's your credit written let's see so i'm going to annoy people as well that's got to offend somebody that's what's the point in being online if you don't it should be around right here nope Archaeology, navigate a cult, persuade. God, keep an eye out. We'll we'll get that up in a minute. Um, credit rating. Because maybe not so much for this adventure, but if we want your character to appear again, be useful. We'll fill them and we'll find it. It's about there somewhere. Okay. Um, but in the meantime, give me was it education times four? So what's that? Two hundred and something. Am I rolling? That? Right. So you have two hundred and twenty points. Oh, okay. To spend on the attributes. Okay. However, as a professor, you need to put points for definite into um, library use. You pen and paper, or if you want something to do. Yeah, I got, I got pen and paper. Right. So two hundred twenty points. Okay. And I need you to concentrate on. Well, I need you to definitely put points. It's up to you how many into library use. Other language, old language, psycho psychology, um, and any four other skills as academic or personal specialities. All right. I feel like... So the other language could be a dead language. Yeah, I, f I feel like that fits into his, uh, his occupation. So maybe like Egyptian or ancient hieroglyphics or something like that yep or flip. 
Atlantean, maybe. Okay. <laughs> or something along those lines. Ancient, you know. Uh, you can obviously you've got you can spend your points so you can do as many languages. You could put all your you could be a linguist, professor or archaeological linguist, you know, of dead languages, and you could put all your points into those and give them like 20 each. It's entirely your choice, but just remember to balance your character out a bit. Okay. That makes sense. So um let's let's do the first one and then you can so library use. I think library I, I gotta put a lot into that. I feel like uh he's very learned. So I'll go at 70. Thank you. Let's... Oh, archaeology. You're... I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you 50 for that for free. Okay. You can add that if you want, but obviously it's your occupation, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of makes sense. Uh... Yeah, maybe I'll put 10 more in that of the 220. Okay. All right. So uh, I just saw it there. Library use. So you start off with 20. Okay. So I'll do 50 for that. Should we only add 30 then? Uh, just... Oh, 50 more. So, All right, seven, so you want 70, seven, right? Yeah. So I'm down to 170. And you were going to just go back up here. Yeah. 10 you, into archaeology. So you make it up to 60. Yeah. So I'm down to 160. Um, own language. Uh, man, I hate wasting it. It's so easy. It's your own language. No, I'm just kidding. I'll do, um, I guess, 30 for that. Let me... Like what... Oh, yeah. I guess I should understand that more. What is um... so? That's I suppose that's the difference between um, speaking like me and then somebody eloquent. Oh uh, yeah, it should be higher. Or, than you know, that. understanding words and yeah, probably words. should be the professor. All right, so don't go overboard. Okay. So you get fifty-five to start off with. Oh, okay. I'll just do. Um, I got one sixty. I'll do ten. 10. To make it 65. Okay. So now I'm down to 150. Right. Other languages. So once again, it doesn't have to be just one language. You could split your points between two or three if you think that will be useful. Yeah. Let's but see that. Bear in mind, you don't want to shoot your load too early. Right, right, right. I've heard that. Because <laughs> you can, um, don't forget, you add the stats together. So these are modifiers so you'll never be rolling just on it'll be education plus languages okay it'll never just be on its own okay but you were gonna go um like ancient egyptian or like hieroglyphics please don't ask me to spell that <laughs> i'm not even gonna try it's really late at night here <laughs> We want to do 20? Yeah. So um, I'm down to 130. We want to do maybe one more. Um, you mentioned Atlantean. Yeah, what would Atlantean be? What, would there actually be a study of... What was that? A, like like Latin? Could you just do like in general? Like a, yeah, could do Latin, yeah. Latin, um, like, and then we can play about. Okay. I'm not going to do you wrong if that makes sense. You know, it's 
Let's do, let's do 20 for that. 20 and then right. I'm, I'm down to 110. Seemed like a lot of points at the start, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like, whoops. <laughs> what can I take away from? How much do you need to jump? Can I take away from jump? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just kidding. No, that, that comes built in, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what they need. Those are basics. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, if you were, say, an athlete or a soldier or something, then that would be what you'd yeah. jump into. Um, this was designed, I think this module's designed for, like, two or three player. Gotcha. Historically, there's no Atlantean. Plato was great. Could I, add, could I add points to phone a friend? If that comes up. <laughs> <laughs> <If that comes. laughs> or uh, the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> 1930s. Adam, what does this what does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, psychology. Um, I don't want to add too much. I'm down to 110, and I I know spot hidden is a big one. I want to save some for that. Psychology. Let's do 10. Yeah, you don't even have to. You can do less than 10. You don't have to do them in multiples of 10. You can even do one. Oh, okay. One. It just okay. says you have to allocate points out of your total. Yeah, but he's supposed so, to be somewhat learned i feel like you should do at least 10 just so he has a chance uh to see if someone's lying to him. oh it comes with 10 already comes with or 10 so so do i'll do 10 to make it 20 okay so i'm down to 100 uh i remember from the game that the prior session you played with adam and uh and derek spot hidden was a big one oh yeah yeah that's Could um a massive thing in this could I do that one? I yep. also so had that's the, yeah. that's the end of the like the compulsory that you have to put points into, and then it basically says four other skills as academic or personal specialties. Okay. So you can add, as you see, everything has a baseline. Okay. If that makes sense. Oh, so you can't use the hundred points left to allocate towards the sciences and stuff. Well, it says at least, um, was it four other, four other skills as academic or personal specialties? Okay. So you you have the kind. Of, so you're not going to put it into kung fu. If that no, makes sense. No. Yeah. So if we have a look, so technically, natural world, or medicine, or academic sort of studies. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, that's um, you're not going to put it into like you're not going to be a race car driver. So you're not going to. No. <laughs> They only went 10 miles an hour anyway. <laughs> well, that's the language of love, you know. <laughs> and that could, that could give you extra appearances points if you have a tongue to lick your eyebrows. <laughs> oh, there's credit rating. So what did I say? Um, we're going to give you 60 for that, wasn't it? That sounds familiar. Yeah, you yeah. said it should, it should be high. Yeah, it should, because you're, yeah. you're established. And the fact you can, on a whim... Uh, so Adam, Trump. we're not doing tentacle porn in this yet, not until after a certain time of night when the kiddies are in bed. <laughs> uh, right, so essentially, um, all we'll do is we can scroll down this and we'll go to the top here, okay? The skills, so we've done that. Archaeology, you've added your points, um, you're Character has an aversion to firearms, so we'll leave that as is. Right, right. Um, what about occult? 
Do you want to throw a few points under that? Yeah, that's a good idea. That comes from the hundred left still, right? Yes. I'll do um I'll do fifteen for that to bump that up to twenty. Cool. Down to eighty-five. Um, for example, like you're not gonna be undressed and operating heavy machinery. That's what the uh what do you call it? The yeah. interns are for and the students. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's what the plebs are for. Right. So seventy percent of the machinery back then would just collapse on you and kill you. So we're gonna stay away from heavy machinery in the twenties. Yeah. And then down to this section we have charm so do you think it's important that your character is charming um for this particular advantage or adventure it's not a high priority okay yeah no i feel like he's kind of he does travel a lot but i feel like he's you know kind of like a bookworm type you know situation i don't think he would be very charming all right okay um climb uh We'll leave out the afterwards to see. We'll go through and look for all the what we do. Look for all the sort of academic type and personality. Yeah. We'll go through him first, and then maybe if there's something left, we could add the physicality because there's nothing wrong with uh, being a professor and having the hobby of hill walking or climbing, you know, or generally being agile. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, true. But once again, like I said at the start, it's not you're not a superhuman. You're a human character, so what you focus on kind of dictates. Yeah, I think disguise. He should put something into that because he travels a lot. He wants to stay under the raid, under the radar. There's no radar. All right, okay. Um, yeah. What do you want to? Uh, let's see. I got eighty-five. Let's put thirty into that. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Make that. So I'm down to fifty-five. I have an idea for later on this game. <laughs> See if okay. I can it off. If I don't drive you insane first, um, dodge. Maybe leave that one. Okay. Maybe come back to that. Uh, drive auto. And th this is the difference. Like, you start off with 20. Um, the difference between being able to take part in a high-speed car chase and just jump in a car and go down its shops, if that makes sense. Yeah, 55 left. That's hold. I think let's hold off on that. Yeah. That's it. We can go through this. I'm just going to... Yeah, yeah. No, I, pre I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Things like electrical repair, and that's what I'm talking about. You're not an electrician, but as a base, um, we can all wire a plug. And then, say for example, something involving electrical repair, you could that you could roll for that, and then push add luck, and try luck gotcha. roll. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Hey, it's all relative, okay. <laughs> the horse's carriage was a wonder. Thirty miles an hour was breakneck speed. <laughs> <laughs> see these modern kids that don't understand history <laughs> shocking <laughs> um how to play about with the languages um oh right so we've got left the senses blank here that's weird to put ride as in horse riding or something next to um psychology and psychoanalysis <laughs> uh yeah so the senses um do you want to include any senses uh you've already got your archaeology that that if i could use these uh points towards spot hidden i think that's that's All good right. so there's spot hidden. let's go there you've got 25 to start off with let's do 30 uh 30 so 55 yeah and now i'm down to 25 
Okie dokie, Anand. Um, um, I'm guessing your character's not going to be a fighter. No, he's adverse to yeah to fighting. He thinks yeah. he could talk his way out of anything. All right, so that's these here. We'll just kind of leave, and then um, law library use you've already done. Listen, your professor a good listener, but not just that, but you know, in certain situations, being able to pick pick up things. Yeah, I'm down to twenty. Important, maybe. Yeah, I know. we can go through them uh, if you don't see anything right now. Oh, uh, okay. We'll keep going. I'm not forcing you to choose anything. Just um, we mentioned law, mechanical repair, pretty much the same uh, as electrical repair. No, it's the same principle. Can wield a spanner. Medicine, not so much. Yeah. If you don't think um, natural world, possibly. Yeah. We can come Let's, back to that. Um, I, we could do five. Five for that. Do another five. Put yeah, another yeah, another five. Okay, okay. Right, and then we've got survival, um, swim, throw, and track. So track obviously means tracking animals and things like that. No, I only got fifteen left. Yeah. I think listen maybe for. I think that made sense what you said. All right, so add another five on to listen. Right, so that's basically. Um, oh, that was down. Uh, that was toward. That was down below towards. Um, there it is. Yeah, there it is. So now I'm down to ten more. Um, maybe ten. Maybe the last ten on stealth. Stealth. Yep, we can do that. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> I need to write skull. Intimidate. I don't see your. No. Um, unless it's um, during a debate or something, I could see that. I didn't. I, I just realized his history is only five. Is that. Um, should I have adjusted that a little bit higher? Um, Possibly, yeah. In fact, yeah. if you recognize something. Um, I think that makes sense. Maybe we'll do take 10 away from library use and add uh, 10 to history. Oh, uh, down, down, yeah, down yep. there you go. There it is. 15. Maybe even take 10 more from stealth. And add that to history too, because I feel like it, history should be higher for him. Yeah, take that down to twenty maybe, and okay, then put, right. and then put that last ten on uh, history. Twenty five at least. Yeah. Okay. He's not the he's not the best teacher. <laughs> yeah, but that's teacher. Um, at the end of the day, this is you know we're not creating superhumans. We're human characters. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of the point. People get kind of caught up, I think. Yeah, he can't know everything. No, no, no. <laughs> he might like the thank you does. That's up. That's up to you. Right. Play it. Yeah. Oh, he's very stuck up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got a good voice for him and everything. I'm gonna try out. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Right. Um, let's just make sure that saves. Is that showing up in your screen? Yes, it is. Everything transferred over. 
wait so if i close that let's go back to here don't know well that's what i want because i want to change my screens Okay, we're on the right one. Sorry, I just don't want the GM screen popping up. Yeah, sure. And everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. Um, we're ready cool. to go. Do you want to take a wee break first, or? Dive in, um, yeah, I um, I think we said this this session's gonna uh, go about an hour. Maybe we'll start like the the actual mission next time, if that's okay. All right. Okay. Sorry, I thought you uh, said this week we're gonna have extra. Uh, I could say for like ten, 10 more minutes if that's cool. All right, okay, right. Then, okay, right. That's no problem. That actually gives me a bit of time to um, look at your character then for next time. Sure. And then dive in. That's, that works for me perfectly, actually. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. Okay, so that's great. How'd you find that went? Good. Actually, went. Um, it made sense. It went quicker than I thought. Yeah, cool. Um. This is a, um, it was a bit about the points. That's where I was getting stuck up or stuck on. And there's a little section at the bottom says it's your education times four. And then obviously, depending on your occupation, is what you multiply. So it's not always education. Um, no worries. I remember from the last stream, uh, you had mentioned that it's good if your character has like a phobia. So I was trying to see, I was trying to think of one that would fit. fit fit with this character because he's i don't feel like he's afraid of anything supernatural because he doesn't believe in it and i don't think he would be afraid of like a spider like he's very like uh you know uh intellectual and and very you know a spider you know is something you're not normally afraid of he's very stuck up like that so mm -hmm. then i came up with the idea that maybe um he had an illness as a child that he was blind for about mm -hmm. six months and because he was blind for six months, he has like an unnatural fear of, of, of the dark. So maybe he's like very like anal retentive about that, where he'll he'll walk into a room. And even if there's some daylight, he'll turn on all the lights. He's just like he has, you know, batter extra batteries with him at all times and flashlights. Okay, yeah. And he's very afraid of the dark. Um, that could work that, indeed. Yep. Even though, yeah, he's intellectual about everything else. Yep. So what you could do then between now and the next session, see on the character sheet in the bio, and if you can you can put your own notes. Okay. So those notes I put on are just to start. And this is for anyone that's playing this game. That's a, you know what I mean? That's why I'm talking the way I'm talking. Is It's more for somebody that comes across this channel and goes, oh, Call, Call of Cthulhu, how do you play that? So if you're playing this and you're using the Rule 20 system, I think the same with other ones, your character sheet, you can amend yourself and add your notes in. And then this is where we have a conversation before we start gameplay. Uh gotcha. just to finalize things up. So yeah, um, yeah, put that bit in. Okay, we'll do. Um, where I've put those notes, feel free to chop and change about. We'll we'll bring up the dagger. Yeah. And that's what's been your motivation. That's why you're heading to where you're heading, where you're gonna get on the SS Essex County, and we're gonna start the adventure um to try to track down the the dagger i like that that's a cool and then uh, the adventure is going to cool begin hook. 
Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I like it. And yeah, and then we can have yeah, because then we can play the blindness and with the insanity rules of it, it's going to come late. Of course, it is. That's right. Of, yeah. Like normally he'll be like very like rational about everything, but then once like it goes dark, he just yeah. or even out. a flash of light. Yeah, yeah. like a flash of light that temporarily blinds you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can yeah. easily be a trigger and pff, start rolling the insanity table and having yeah. fun. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Chris, like that. um, this is uh, I'm actually looking forward to this. Uh, oh, me too, man. This is uh, great. Thanks for yeah, running. This is, are these sessions valuable? Even though we're doing them online, uh, do you think it's valuable doing this with? when we're playing online games it was for me i i had i had knew nothing about call of cthulhu before your previous session uh with derek and adam and i was always interested because i heard about it so watching you guys play it from start to finish setting up the character for me was like really educational and i was like man that looks like fun i I wish i could join them and then so when you offered to uh to run this i was really excited yeah i think this is helpful for anyone all right, excellent. Well, um, what we'll do is we'll we'll drop a stream here. Um, we'll organize for next time. We'll put it up, and then um, that's when we we'll actually start the gameplay. Um, once again, Chris, thank you. We're looking forward to the next session. We we'll actually start getting into this here, folks. Keep an eye on the channel. Uh, like I said, I'll post the stream up beforehand, so you know when to hit the bell notification, all that good stuff. Um, do the typey clicky things, and until next time, keep it creepy, keep it horrific. <laughs>